So welcome everyone to another Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Robert Peek, and I'm here with Todd Brown. Hello all. Hi, Todd. So um, again, the purpose of this podcast is to kind of illuminate, if you like, uh, expand upon some of the getting things done, GTD principles. Why would we want to do that? Why would you want to listen to that? Well, it can help you, um, in a nutshell, get, get more done with less stress. So for those of you looking to um, not just work harder, but work on the ways in which you work, um, think about that, improve and optimize that for a better life and a better lifestyle. Stay tuned. Uh, that's, that's the kind of thing we want to talk about today. Um, and in particular, looking at that, that equation of... Um, of uh, getting more done and also having less stress about it, we thought we'd talk a little bit about the latter part of that. We thought we'd talk a little bit about stress in particular. Um, and you know, <laughs> some people just the word is <laughs> triggers an allergic reaction. I know that's probably probably the case um, for for a lot of us, myself included. Um, but Todd, yeah, I think we were just just talking a, a bit before the break about how you know it is such an important. And increasingly, important focus, increasingly people are, I think, becoming aware of the impact of stress, the impact of burnout um, individually as we're kind of being saturated with information and, and um, bad news as well as good. Um, and also uh, in terms of organizations and realizing the impact on turnover, the impact on performance, the impact on culture and morale within the organization. Hmm. Um, and I think you, you're particularly um, kind of kind of on the pulse of that. How bad is it out there? Do you think? Well, I, I think a lot of organizations. Um, you know, I think about the focus that that a lot of organizations these days are putting on on wellness programs. For example, it's a very hot topic, and and certainly a lot of our clients are telling us that that's a a major focus. And and I think you know behind that one of, one of the drivers is the fact that there is a perception that that um, you know that that the modern world and people's work lives is, and the tension between people's work lives and and personal lives, is leading to a lot of stress. So so yeah, we we, we I, I personally in my work have seen seen a lot of it, um, and I think what you said interest is interesting in the sense that I think one of the issues is an awareness issue, um, uh, an individual awareness issue in the sense that a lot of people sort of uh, believe that stress is a given, right? That, that they really, you know, that, that, that of course I'm stressed, right? I have a, I have a high paid job. I have a lot of responsibility. I have a lot on in my life. Of course, I'm having trouble sleeping. Of course, I'm, um, you know, suffering, uh, suffering from distraction and, and I'm suffering from, um, you know, from maybe other physical maladies that are, that are outgrowths of that. And so I think, you know, p part of uh, what I think is important is that people realize that there really is an option, right? There, there really is another way to live, and and you know, it it is a bit like describing um, what it's like to be outside the goldfish bowl to the goldfish for a lot of people. They 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 just don't in their hearts they have not seen, um, you know, they've not seen that there's another way to uh, to be. And so I think that awareness is an important kind of first step for a lot of people. Uh, I don't know. What, what's, what's your take? I think that's a really interesting point. I think there is this funny kind of expectation in the sort of uh, particular strains of the, of the developed world amongst us adults that, um, that we want to have it all, right? You know, have, have it all. And I think um, 
and and I think to me the one of the messages of GTD in a way is you you probably can't have it all all, but you can have probably a lot more than you thought you could a lot more gracefully and easily, frankly, right? That you can juggle, that you can manage um, a, a lot of the things that you want to have in your life in balance and in context, right? So uh, people invariably come to me and say, I want, I want more balance, I want more balance. And, and I say, well, between what? And they say, well, work and life. And I said, well, okay, but, but is, is, you know, that's, that's probably not granular enough to actually really manage it well. Um, and then we start to get into this thing we call the areas of focus, which are all of the different discrete, um, you know, areas that you need to maintain, support, promote, um, to have this sense of a full life rather than this sense of a, of a kind of overwhelming life and to keep those in check. So again, the those areas of family and those areas of work and those areas of, um, you know, uh, being part of a community all kind of need to be uh, spelled out and reviewed. Um, and you need to have some sense that you're making for, for progress in those areas. Um, the, the David Allen Company did a wonderful uh, webinar on uh, kind of positive psychology recently. And uh, I was able to tune into a, a bit of that and, and learn more about <clears throat> kind of how, how they see um, GTD marrying up with positive psych. And, and one of the things really that's coming more to the fore in that, that field seems to be that seeing yourself having success and having a sense that you have agency and the ability to accomplish and achieve the things you want is a big part of wellness. It's a big part of wellness. And, you know, no surprise to us, but I think in a way, um, you know, people that have been looking for a long time at all of these other factors in psychology are coming around to, you know, actually doing doing the thing you said you'd do is a pretty big factor, I think, in, in wellness. Um, I don't know, what, what's, what's been your experience with that? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to what you were just talking about a minute ago about this whole idea of of balance. And, and I think that that's such an important word for the work that we do, you know, this idea that... Um, the people people might not be able to to say immediately that exactly what they want you know as you as you said but but they do have a a, a sense that their life is not in balance and so one of the things that um you know one of the things i think that's really important is just getting to the point where they understand what are the things that i could balance right and you mentioned the you know the higher horizons kind of work and the 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 power of that work i think is is that's very powerful work if people want to be clear what am what am i in fact trying to balance i'm not, i'm reminded of a coaching client that i worked with a few years ago who had exactly that issue you know she was her sense was that she was overwhelmed uh and and she definitely did not have balance in her life but her interaction with her life was sort of you know, scrambling from one thing to the other, you know, sort of try, trying to keep all the plates spinning without being really clear what all the plates were and how important or, or how much priority, in a sense, those various plates should be getting from her. And so a, a really important um, piece of work for her um, was simply to externalize all of that. And, and you know, the Horizons of Focus model, those kind of – what you know, what am I at, at, at uh, what we call the roles and responsibilities level, right? This kind of, what, what are my ongoing areas of focus that um, just externalizing that and being clear about it was really helpful for her. And then she could say, and then actually she said in the coaching, after we'd sort of done a bit of a draft of that, 
she said, uh, this is not sustainable. She says, I've got, I've just got too many roles. There's, there are too many things, too many plates, frankly, to, uh, for, for any human being to be able to spin successfully. And so that was a great moment of clarity and moment of recognition for her. And she started to, you know, quite frankly, talk to, talk to her boss, talk to some of the people in her personal life. She was doing charitable work. She was on boards, things like this. And she started to say, Hey, I'm, I'm just going to have to start saying, to some of these folks, uh, I love you dearly, but I, I really just need to be making some decisions about where to focus my time and energy. And that was a tremendous stress reliever for her, you know, just saying, okay, I'm going to focus here and not there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, it can be huge. I think the externalization factor that you mentioned um, is, is, can be really, really powerful. There's also a bit of a, um, it can also be disconcerting too, to really, to really look at all that, you know, to take a hard look. I was, um, coaching a senior person um, a, a while back and he was drawing me kind of an org chart, a diagram. And he was saying, okay, well, there's, you know, a team of this many people over here and a team of that many people over here and this many and that many. And he drew it all up to the top of the page and he, and he circled it and he said, and I'm right here. I'm one person. And I stopped him and I said, yes, yes, you are. And I want you to remember that <laughs> because yeah. he's effectively trying to live like three people's lives in the, in mm. the course of one. So to me, you know, I think of things like the mind sweep where we get stuff out of people's head for the, some people for the first time, they're really doing a dump of all the things that are on their mind onto a piece of paper. And for some, there's a real sense of relief that you get it out. And for some, there's a, a sense of grief or even overwhelm when they see how much has been lurking in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that there's a similar thing with the, with the higher horizons just in that, to me, the difference between looking at a, a, a clear understanding of all the areas of focus in my life and feeling overwhelmed by that versus looking at all of that and feeling a sense of richness and fullness and having a dynamic life I guess is is the um, the fundamental thing of whether or not I believe I can manage my life to the standard I want to manage in all of those areas, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so the externalization is really key. But the the even deeper cut I think with GTD is the message that you can manage to some extent those areas to your standards as long as there are a reasonable number of them and your and your standards are reasonable about them. Right. You know, you can't live three people's lives, but you can do a good job and recognize that you're doing a good job in those areas within, you know, within a, the framework of, of being reasonable and, and kind to yourself. So that to me is huge right? because I think people also, uh, along with this thing of I have to have stress to have success. I think have this thing of, well, I just got to lower my standards in a bunch of areas. You know, I had a, a buddy of mine who just took a, a just got promoted and got a new baby, right? And he said, you know, really one hobby maximum in the 21st century. People can't have more than one one hobby that they're that they're uh, entertaining, you know, and and deal with all these other areas. And I was like, really, really? I don't know. I've got five, maybe <laughs> or more. I'm doing okay. Um, but but you know, I think there is that expectation. It's like you got to give stuff up. You got to lower your standards. You got to drop a few balls. You got to just you know focus on the the few things like work that are most important to you. Um, and I think the message of GTD is no, you can you can keep up a reasonable standard in a reasonable number of areas. You can't have it all, but you can have an awful lot and have it good and have it feel fulfilling. I guess is, mm-hmm. is the message rather than overwhelming. Yeah, and I, I think kind of figuring out what what is that um, 
what is that optimal level for, for any given individual, I think is really kind of a fun journey to go on. You know, like I quite often have that same experience, you know, given the number of hobbies that I've got, I'm just thinking to myself, have I got too much on? And it's quite fun to kind of surf right on the edge of, of, yeah, this, this does feel like a bit too much, you know? Um, so that, that can be a, a great little journey of self-discovery and, and, uh, and, and helps to, I think, clarify, clarify priorities. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of feeling the need to, to bump our perspective up a level here. So we've talked about the importance of externalization. We've talked about this kind of idea that, you know, being clear about what your, uh, what your, you know, your commitments are, whether they're, uh, you know, your, your ongoing roles, responsibilities, those kind of higher horizons. Um, you know, you, we, we've talked about, you've talked about some practical things like the mind sweep. Let, let's just, let's just make sure we're, um, you know, we're, we're keeping, we're, we're keeping on, on theme here. Is there anything else that comes to mind for you? If somebody said, Hey, I'm thinking about getting engaged with GTD and, you know, my primary issue is stress. What else would we tell them about, um, you know, about what GTD is going to do to help them? Well, I think one of the biggest things is that keeping stuff in your head is stressful, and seeing yourself not do the thing you said you'd do, breaking commitments to yourself and to people around you, either that you care about or who are paying you money, <laughs> is also very, very stressful. In fact, just the risk, just the fear that you might not be able to um, fulfill it all and do the things in the right timing and to your own internal standards about what is right and good is stressful. Um, you know, and and wondering if you're if you're picking the right thing moment to moment, wondering what's still out there lurking, wondering what you're missing that could really, you know, bite you in the ankle or other places um, if you don't handle it appropriately is very, very stressful. It's a little it's a little, you know, um, tyrannical state that you're living in. You know, it's a little kind of random, random terror place to be to have these things show up where you go, oh, my gosh. It's the meeting at 9 a.m. on Monday, and it's Sunday at 2 in the morning, and you're not prepared, and you're really not in a good place to get out of bed and go prepare for it now. Mm. That's, you know, that's ulcer time. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's high blood pressure time. GTD helps with all of that. And, but the way that it does it is, you know, kind of the only way out is through, meaning getting that comprehensive inventory of, first of all, what you are committed to and getting it clarified into a system that, that you can use and review and engage with. So you're engaging with that on the front end, on the front foot, you know, in advance of the coming week as part of your weekly review, rather than the Sunday night 2 a.m. factor, um, is an enormous, enormous stress reduction. And, you know, it's, it's a funny thing because at the end of the day, it's, it's in a way it's, you're managing stuff that's, you're managing your head, right? You know, and, um, we, we kind of say after someone's clarified a bunch of their stuff off the mind sweep, they feel so much better. And we go, you feel so much better, but notice you didn't actually do any of those things. And they go, oh, yeah, that's weird. And you go, yeah, it's weird. But you clar just clarifying them, getting them out, having the confidence you will do them, just managing it in your head before you even go into the world to do it is a huge stress reducer. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny when people you know, brush things off and say it's all in your head because I say, well, that's, that's a really important place. That's where you live. <laughs> that's, that's where you live your life. And that's where psychological wellness happens is either, you know, in your, in your head or not. So, 
that's I mean that's that's kind of my uh, my take on why GTD helps with stress. It's really why it's helped me so much. Uh, I'll, I'll say it for myself with stress is that I just have very little tolerance now for that niggling feeling that I might be missing something or have missed a commitment or whatever. I'm absolutely um, you know uh, ferocious about capturing stuff and getting it into my system as fast as I possibly can because I do not want to live you know in that in that kind of oppressed tyrannical what's gonna you know what's gonna jump out of the shadows and get me next kind of place even a little bit you know? I don't know about you what's what's mm. what's your sense yeah I, I I think that's right you know and, and I go back to what you said earlier that quite often when we people when we have people do this exercise we call the mind sweep where they basically just write down everything that's on their minds and interestingly we don't give them much more guidance than that right we say just write down what's on your mind and what's interesting is what they write down is all commitments right it's all yeah. things they need to do. It's really rare that somebody writes down something like, you know, my favorite song is X or I love the smell of coffee in the morning. <laughs> these are these are not things that people are have have on their minds. What they have on their minds are all of these commitments that they've, they've not yet resolved. And some of them are hugely strategic and some of them are really tactical, but they're carrying them around in their heads. And, and as a result of that. Their, those commitments are crowding out those other thoughts that they could be having that might be more pleasurable or might, might be more productive or might be more, you know, mo moving their game on in some sorts of ways. They're thinking, um, you know, I think this is a direct quote from David Allen, they're thinking um, of things, but they're not thinking about them. Their thinking really isn't taking them forward. And so I think that's an important, you know, we've talked about the importance of externalization. You've, you've implied that, that finishing the thinking, right, by doing the clarifying thinking and then, and then taking the results of that clarifying thinking and putting it into, uh, into your organizational system is all part of the process, really, of, of getting things off your mind. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. I mean, I think, and, and you know, I, I, it's funny. I think for, for some of us, uh, there is a challenge, and I'm speaking personally now. I was really intrigued when I first got engaged with GTD. I was really intrigued by it. You know, there were, I didn't buy it wholesale, as we used to say. Um, in other words, I didn't say, oh, yeah, that's the solution to all my problems, and I'm going to adopt the whole thing. But I was really intrigued by certain ideas, and um, so started to implement GTD, uh, you know, quite, quite kind of carefully and selectively, let's put it that way. This was back in 2005 when I first got exposed to it. And what's extraordinary is that, um, you know, I'm living today, I'm living a completely different life than I was back then. I'm, I'm certainly no less, you know, sort of successful in the traditional ways that people measure success, but I've got, you know, um, much more time to kind of live my life outside of, outside of, um, you know, what I used to consider the majority of my commitments, right? Um, if I wasn't at work, I was worrying about work and, you know, my work was on my time, on my mind pretty much all the time. Don't get me wrong. I, I still spend a lot of time focused on work, but it now feels like it's balanced and that I do have time to be a bit more well-rounded, you know, frankly, a bit more, um, frankly, a bit more, uh, a bit more time for friends and family, a bit more time for you know, for, um, for hobbies, as we were talking about, it just feels like a much more balanced place to be. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I just heard you say that really kind of struck me is that you said, I'm still focused on work rather than worrying about it. Mm. <laughs> In a way, I think that kind of sums up 
the different quality of engagement with these different areas that you get from GTD. And one of the biggest, I think, ways that that happens is by quieting down all the worries via getting those so-called worries, those commitments. As you say, everything that ever floods out of someone's head onto a piece of paper in a mind sweep is a, is a commitment. Um, getting those worries um, tamed, getting them at bay. You know, they can be kind of like a, like a pack of hungry dogs, really. Like, you know, one of them isn't so bad, but then suddenly you got seven or eight or nine floating around and coming in and out of your consciousness at different times. It'll, it'll wear you down. Hmm. Um, getting that at bay, right? You know, silencing the dogs in your mind then does allow you to bring your full focus and attention to whatever you really need to focus on in front of you completely. So one of the, one of the big stress reductions, I think, you know, people talk about, the power of mindfulness, the power of being in the present moment, the power of, you know, of doing that as a practice. And it's great. GTD kind of naturally helps you get even more into that place by quieting down all those things that would pull you out of the present moment. Mm-hmm. And suddenly 100% of you is showing up to think strategically about the business rather than, you know, 10% of you worrying about the business all day long, you know, and, and kind of when David says there's an inverse relationship between how much it's in your head and how much it's getting done. I think there's kind of a, uh, you know, an inverse relationship between how much you worry about something and how much it actually gets done mm-hmm. know, to some extent. And I think thinking of it that way, that, that those things in your head are, are worries and that worries are stressful and that there is an alternative that you can uh, transform that into not, not that it goes away, not that you suddenly lobotomized, right? Not that you're suddenly no longer thinking about this stuff, uh, but that it transforms into a quality of focus and attention that feels appropriate. Come on, anybody, anybody listening to that, I think that they're going to recognize that that is the difference between being stressed out and being, uh, and being productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as you're talking about it, I'm, I'm reminded of, uh, I, I wrote this in the margins of a, of a, of a page, uh, during a meeting that was completely unrelated. And the point was that for a lot of people, I think what they consider a uh, to, to-do list is a to-worry-about list. You know, I find that that's quite often the way those kind of lists get used. As if and, we all need one of those, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, I forgot I'm supposed to worry about that right now. Oh, yeah, it's 7 It's time to worry. My, my morning worry about this. Uh, that's indeed, yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, as you imply, uh, we're really in the business of helping people to take, I suppose, in a way to take that worry and turn it into two things, turn it into um, mental clarity, that is, remove the worry and and we remove the worry by making sure that people are clear you know what this means to them how they can take it forward what is the what is the the outcome uh look like and what is the next action so it's a um yeah i I think you know i know know we're sort of coming to the end of our time um if if you were gonna um i'm just thinking you know speaking personally What's been the most, um, as you think about your own journey in this, what's been the, the most important thing, do you think, in your GTD practice that has been the, the biggest stress reliever? Is there anything in particular you, you yeah. point to? Yeah, far and away, it's the weekly review. It's, it's that opportunity to re-engage with my system at a slightly higher level and realize, oh, yeah, it's all in there. It's all working. I have this second brain that's doing this, this for me and my good habits of relating to it 
allow me to kind of offload that stuff and and be present. I, I remember I can be present. I can stop worrying. It's in there. It's handled. I've looked at the week ahead. I've looked. I've gotten peace and made closure with the week behind me. And it's it's incredibly, invariably calming. I mean, if you had something that you could do that took about an hour that would take you from a stress level of, I don't know, on a one to 10 scale, eight or nine to a two, would you invest an hour a week doing that? I do. <laughs> I find it profoundly valuable. Not only do I find it valuable, you know, I joke that, you know, my wife would often, you know, would often say when I was getting grumpy, hey, have you done a weekly review? You know, so it's it's palpable. It's other people around me notice that. that that's the big one for me is, um, you know, it, it's it's reliable and repeatable way for me to, to de-stress uh, with no side effects, right? <laughs> what, what about you, Todd? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree. I think the power of the weekly review is 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 considerable. I think, um, and and I agree with you that that's a big part of it for me. I think as well, just kind of more generally, um, a uh, an impatience with using my head for things that my head is not good at, right? So um, you know, if something appears in my world that looks like an open loop getting it out of my head, making clarity of, you know, getting to clarity about it, getting it, getting a, a reminder about it organized if I don't do it straight away, you know, those kinds of things. Um, being, being very um, careful about how I use my brain space, that seems to have made a big difference for me as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, be careful with your brain out there, everyone. <laughs> be good to your brain. You only have one of them. And, uh, and, managing it a little better with with a the kind of second brain with a kind of external system that can that can help relieve some of the stress if that sounds interesting to you or if any of this kind of um you know uh rang true or at least sounded intriguing we'd love to hear from you so um info at next hyphen action.eu info at next-action.eu is a great way to reach out to us um you can just say i like the podcast we always love collecting those those kinds of emails or if you have questions or thoughts you know we're we're open to addressing things in future episodes as well um for now we're going to bring this one to a close so from from todd and from me go uh be productive and uh, above all be well we'll see you next time